TD Ameritrade Network contributor. And now it's our pleasure to welcome in Dan Ives, Managing Director, Equity Research, Wedbush Securities. You called it, Dan Ives, you called this a drop the mic quarter for Apple. All right. You got it. You got it. I mean, it's amazing as I look at the iPhone sales up nearly 50%, sales in general from the June quarter last year up over 35%. I mean, I know you do these channel checks. Apple's just a behemoth, right? Yeah. I mean, look, this is a a gold medal performance. If you're in the Olympic spirit for an earnings quarter, I mean, a $5 billion billion iPhone beat especially when you think about the chip shortage, it's a jaw dropper. And I think what it shows, Nicole, is that this super cycle, it's not slowing down. It's going to continue into next year. And I think that's the important thing. It's not the best is in the rearview mirror. This is as good as it gets. It speaks to our thesis coming out of our supply chain checks in Asia. This is an elongated super cycle. It's a re-rating name. And I think right now we go into early 2022, there's a $3 trillion mark cap. I mean, you always, I always trust your channel checks for as long as I've known you, not being funny, but all your channel checks have been on point, um, right? So, I mean, that I have to go with that. And so when you talk about this super cycle thesis and that it will continue into the new year, what drives folks? Is Was it the pandemic? They were just waiting to get new iPhones. They want 5G. What's going to drive this desire to keep buying all things Apple into 2022. Yeah, and I think, and we'll get to services in a bit, but I think that there's three key things that are the most important. I think if there's anything else, these are the three for takeaway. One, you have almost 975 million iPhones worldwide. You still have 250 to 275 million that have not upgraded in three and a half years. So that is just massive pent-up demand globally going into iPhone 13. Two, it's 5G. I mean, we're only in the first inning of 5G playing out. You have the most impressive and largest install base in the world in terms of Apple. So you're going to see this upgrade cycle continue through 5G into next year. And the third thing that's important is China. I mean, if you look at China up almost 60%, it shows despite all the worries about the China region, demand is just flying off the shelf. Yeah, I think the China part is a very interesting one. Obviously, we've seen regulation and um, concerns, right? It spooked the market throughout this week from the Hang Seng to the Shanghai Composite and these education stocks. Are we worried at all about Apple and the China story? Well, regulatory in China, and that's a big part of the rotation away from Chinese tech to U.S. tech that we're seeing in terms of the crackdown from Big Brother in Beijing. But if you look at Cupertino and Cook, they've been able to navigate that as well as anyone. Remember, they're one of the biggest employers throughout all of China when it comes to peak iPhone cycle. You know, that's where when you look at Foxconn from a supply chain, they continue to be in position of strength and demand. It's there. In other words, demand, I still think, is underestimated by the street. So this is a risk, but I still view it as a pretty contained risk relative to almost a Teflon like Apple when it comes to China. Ah, well, yeah, I'm going to ask you a Tesla question then. But I know you have an outperform on Apple, and it's trading at 144, the highest 150. I mean, I know you've had higher targets. Tell me where your target is now, and how yeah, conservative what, is this target? Yeah, what 185 is our target. Bull case, you know, potentially 225. 
And I, I just continue to think that this is a name that's going to get re-rated, not just on services. We think services worth about one and a half trillion, but it's the it's the demand story. This is not a pull forward. The demand's real. It's elongated, and that's why supply chain checks are still stronger for iPhone 13 than iPhone 12. So it's not moderating growth story, and that's why I think this has a three trillion dollar valuation when we go into 2022. I think it's just wild too, the, the whole Apple ecosystem, right? From the wearables to things in your home and the television and the Mac and your iPad and your phone. I mean, does anything need to go and all the services that go along with it? Is it all beautiful or do you see any of it getting spun off or something else? Yeah, that would only be regulatory that would ultimately spark that. And, and we, we don't see any... From a regulatory perspective, that's still contained at this point from a regulatory. So, so it's important that. Ah, so not really worried about that. Not worried about it. I think it's a contained risk. It's something you got to focus on, but you know, it's one where it's still what I view as sort of not really the front and center in terms of the story for the street. You mentioned the chip shortage. Um, that's supposed to continue, at least in the near term, right? D to how much does that affect just holding up and constraining or restraining sales? Yeah, great question. I mean, that could be three to 4% of all from a supply chain that it could constrain. But they're, they, it's a high class problem for Apple. I mean, any iPhone that they make is going to be sold. And if you look at it, that could be maybe a timing issue from September to December. But as many of you have talked about many times over the years, if you don't see forest through the trees on Apple, I think that's where where the mistake is. In terms of the overall demand story, it's a renaissance of growth in Cupertino happening. Tell me about Tesla these days. What are you thinking? I mean, it was stuck between this range of 600 and 700. I know you and I saw it go to 900. You were very bullish on this one. And from la my last check, you were still hot on Tesla for a long-term call, right? Yeah. I mean, look, that it, if I look back at the last decade, I mean, it hasn't changed, right? It's This is a long-term cause, ways to play the green tidal wave. And even though last year was a Cinderella story in terms of the stock up 700% plus, it's underperformed this year. Chip shortage, PR, safety issues out of China. But I think it's going to reverse going the second half of the year into, in, into 2022 as part of the EV theme. Right now, it's a glass half-empty view of Tesla, but I think that changes as you investors start to truly understand what the demand story looks like here going into the next few years. Yeah. What's your target these days? I know you and I even said the bullish case was a thousand, but uh, what's your fair target these days? That thousand dollars. I still think a year from now, this is a four digit stock. So uh, what's your favorite Apple product and what's your favorite Tesla model? Do you have to? Yeah, so favorite favorite Tesla model coming out is, I, I think this Model Y is a game changer. And I think we're going to see that really pick up demand, especially in China. And, and when it comes to iPhone and it comes to the overall products, what I'm super excited about is, is the next AirPods coming out where this year. I think that's really going to fly off the shelf. And I think we could be looking potentially at 100 million units for AirPods this year as part of a catalyst. So it just shows that innovation and, and what they've built there is just unbelievable. 